0: The Hockey Game is the best game you can name, and the best game you can name is the good old Hockey Game. And here we go, line ball to start this game. Jeremy Loblowski and John Moraski teeing off on one another. And Toporowski is just pounding away at Robinson. He's said said Tom This is a guy who set a Western Hockey League record for 505 penalty minutes. Let's well, call like it is. Barrowski's a boon. We're getting closer. He reaches in the right way, right, right. He's not that person. He's just for Stu Grimson. Oh my goodness! Scott Parker for the KO of Stu Grimson. this is one of the best hockey fights we have seen in a long time. Ben and Bush tells the linesman, Get the heck out of my kitchen. Wayne oh, Dicker. He absolutely decked him tight with a wild right. The sheer staggering by a big left Whoa. hand by Wayne Beal. Chris Nilan on a penalty shot. Scores. Blue guard down the wing. Blue guard palms away. Scores. Five minutes to go. Number 47 for Boston. Both guys five minutes each for fighting. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to episode number 69 of the Five Fight for Fighting podcast. My name is Alec, your host, and this is the show where we focus on the players who drop the gloves and the fans who enjoyed watching them do it. I'm sure you could tell by my voice. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I've been on, I've uh, been under the weather a bit here the past few days. Uh, I went to Nashville for a little vacation uh, last weekend and come back day later, day and a half later, whatever it was, uh, I get hit like a freight train by this cold or whatever. Um, so I apologize for lack of content and uh you know, Andrew, I know I messaged you from a, from Six Pack, of course, is who I'm talking about saying, you know, sorry for lack of content. Uh, my voice and uh you know, you'll hear you'll hear a lot of sniffling going on this podcast. I'm sure I might get short of breath, so a lot of mouth breathing, but for the first couple of days my voice was, I just couldn't even talk, so um not sure what the deal is. Nobody else got sick at all. It's not COVID. I tested negative for COVID. And everybody else was perfectly fine. So I don't know who I pissed off in the hockey world or the podcasting world, whatever. Uh, I had a stomach bug like three weeks ago. And then two weeks later, I ended up getting this this wicked fucking cold. So um, I'm literally sitting here recording this. I got chicken broth with me um, to sip on while I'm doing this fucking podcast to kind of keep my, my airways clear here. you know, Get some of the, the fumes up there. I'm going to take a swig right now, actually. So I do apologize if, um... You know, if, if I sound kind of raspy or you hear that, a lot of sniffling, because my nose, uh, it's been going back and forth on if it wants to run, if it wants to be congested, uh, I'll have a sneezing attack, I, who knows. Went to the doctor, they gave me some nasal spray and some, <laughs> went to the doctor, all that for some nasal spray and mucinex, which I could have gone out and got on my own, but um, just wanted to see if they'd give me anything better, but they couldn't, so apparently it's just a cold, but I don't know what it is, this cold is whooping my ass, I've got a lot of congestion Not congestion, well, I've got congestion too, but uh, pressure going on, building up in kind of my sinus cavity. So I'll go back and forth from having like a splitting headache and then it just feels fine. Um, So I just wanted to make this episode, give everybody kind of an update on stuff uh, and kind of go over a couple things. I think there's obviously a big elephant in the room I'm going to address here in this episode that people have been asking me about. Um, Darren came out with an episode yesterday, kind of covered a little bit of it. So I'm going to do my best to cover that and talk about kind of what went down but I'll talk about a few things but of course before we get into that I got to uh of course you know give a shout out the five for fighting podcast is a proud member of six-pack media coverage six-pack media coverage covers all different things from college campuses fitness health sports travel food uh sports betting anything anything under the sun they're getting stuff so I'm very proud to be a member of them and like I said I spoke with Andrew before this I said sorry man for lack of content we were going to meet up in Nashville but man, I was just so damn busy and we had, I think, I think there was a grand total of like 18 of us. Cause it was me, my parents, my, my wife's parents, uh, a bunch of coworkers and stuff. We all kind of took the trip up there. And so I didn't even get to do the shit I wanted to do. I wanted to sit there and go, uh, go to the country music hall of fame and the grand Ole Opry. If you listen to the podcast, you know, I, I really do enjoy country music. It's uh, probably my favorite genre with, uh, with, you know, punk and metal. So I know it's a weird combination, but I just appreciate good music when I hear it. So, um, None of the newer stuff, really. I'm a huge Alan Jackson fan, so that was cool. I did get to go to Alan Jackson's bar, and I got to say, Nashville, what a fun place to go. Uh, all we did was pretty much bar hop and drink, and they did serve. I know people are very concerned about what, what they were serving, but as you saw some from my pictures on Twitter and uh, maybe Instagram or whatever, they did, in fact, serve some bush lattes there, good old bush light, so I was in my uh, my Graceland you know, live, all the live music there is so great. It's, uh, you know, because there's people trying to make a name for themselves and maybe get big, so it's not like you're going to find, you know, Joe's Journey cover band, not, not Joe Lazito, but you know, just making a name, Yeah, maybe Joe's in a cover band, who knows, maybe he likes Journey, um, but I'll get to, I'll get to Joe in a second here, um, but you know, you're not going to find like, just like a garage band basically out there, you're going to find actually pretty solid um, artists, so it was a lot of fun to do all that, but like I said, man, we were so packed, I was trying to meet Andrew out there, unfortunately I didn't get to do that, so um, definitely next time we'll meet up or do something, man, we were, like I said, we were just, we were so swamped. It was constantly bar hopping is really all we did. And then, of course, we went to the Stadium Series game, which I'll touch on that too. It's actually one of the topics I'll uh, talk about here in this episode. Um, But like I said, I'm part of the Six Pack Media coverage. The link is in the uh, description, so if you want to go check out their website, check out their other shows. They got sports shows for, you know, football Baseball, basketball. Um, I think there's another hockey show. I think there's a uh, Philadelphia Flyers show on there. Um, I apologize. I I don't listen to the Flyers stuff because I'm not really a Flyers fan. I'm not really even an NHL fan. But of course, you know, luckily they somehow somehow I I swindled Andrew into signing me on here. So, Um, but no, I did go to the Stadium Series game up in Nashville, which, like I said, I'll talk about in a sec. But of course, I got to mention the other the other friends of the show. Oh jeez, excuse me, sorry. A lot of a lot of throat clearing too, so a lot of uh, you know mucus and stuff going on. Uh, it's it's real fun over here. One sec, let me get a sip of this as I try to power through here. Again, my apologies, folks. I know I probably don't sound the greatest, and I'm sure people are like, "What the fuck am I listening to?" But uh, fucking way she goes sometimes. But of course, I gotta mention Darren over at the Fourth Line Voice. Darren just came out with an episode. Yeah. We came back from Vegas and touched on a topic that I will cover, uh, later on in this episode. And that is of course, uh, that is of course, um, you know, a little back and forth and maybe podcast beef with me and Sean McMorrow that I didn't know we had, but we'll get into that later. Um, that was kind of the, the big topic at the very end of his show. He, uh, asked, you know, Hey, is it okay if I come out with this? I don't know if you've listened to it yet. And I said, no, absolutely. He said, I don't know if you've had an episode out yet. I said, no, I haven't. I've been sick. I've been under the weather. He didn't know that. Um, and so I said, yeah, don't worry about it. Go ahead and release it. Whatever. It's it's not a big deal at all. I'll cover it this week. Um, so he covers that, but he just got back from Bega- Vegas. Excuse me, Vegas. Jesus Christ. Um, he just got back from Vegas and apparently got his ass handed to him at the slots and all the other uh, fun casino games. So, um, you know, d- do me a favor. Go over to his YouTube channel. Get him some views and some subscribers over there on his fight videos because he's hurting. His pockets are hurting. And maybe Isha and the boys over at the Hockey Podcast Network need to uh, – Maybe give, give him an advance for his paycheck here. Maybe he can, uh, you know, <laughs> pay out the lo- the loan sharks I'm sure he had to go to to get some more cash for the slot machines. Um, you know, I heard he went toe-to-toe with somebody over a penny slot out there. So who knows? Hopefully I, he probably won the fight, but I don't think he won the slots. So did he really win then? Um, but no, in all seriousness, I hope Darren had a good time out there in Vegas. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate you kind of discussing the the, the topic at hand here with uh, with Sean McMorrow and um, uh, having my back and Joe with the same way. I know Joe didn't cover it, cover it. Um, you know, in that, in the same manner that Darren did, Joe's kind of an outsider, um, in the situation. Cause Darren also came out publicly on Facebook and basically said, you know, what the fuck are we doing here, Sean? Um, but you know, Joe said, I have nothing to be ashamed of for the podcast and the episode that I did. And of course that's the Jacob Panetta and Jordan suban incident, which I'll cover, uh, Or I shouldn't say what, I'll cover everything that went on with Sean McMorrow and I um, here in a bit. But so that leads me into Joe Lizito over the Coliseum Chronicles, the penalty box. He just did his hundredth episode. So it's a huge milestone. Congratulations to Joe Lizito over there. Um, you know, I know he was the trials and tribulations over there getting furloughed and then getting uh got a new job. So it was hard to get content at times. And I, I believe me, I know it too. It's it's going to be hard for me to get content here. I've been trying to line up a couple guests, um, but we'll see how it goes. But, congratulations to Joe for hundred episodes. Both guys have tremendous back, uh, back catalogs. I encourage you to please go check out their podcast and, uh, give them both a listen and check out, uh, their, their Facebooks their Twitters, everything. Give them a follow, give them a like, whatever it is. Um, rate their shows. They, they do a tr- uh, tremendous job over there at fourth line voice and Coliseum Chronicles. So, um, with that out of the way, uh, before, you know, we get into the the uh, big topic here, um, you know, I, I figured I'd give a review of the stadium series. So um, it was funny because we literally bought the tickets to the stadium. So you just bit my tongue there. Can't even talk. Um, we literally bought the tickets to the stadium series um, right after I, th- I went to one lightning game this year and it was opening night. I happened to I was in Tampa for that. Re- I think I was up for up there for work. And I had to go back for one weekend right when we moved down here. And um, it was uh, a little bit after we moved down here. It was in October, obviously. And, you know, I think my dad had got tickets. And, excuse me, any chance I get, I'll I'll go with my dad at least. Because, it's you know, it's it's fun. I don't really care about the game. I'm just more so there to spend time with my dad. Which, surprisingly enough, excuse me, my dad actually enjoys the Everblades games more down here. So that's kind of funny, too. But, uh, you know, that's a story for another time. And... You know, So I went there, and it was them versus the Penguins. It was opening night, and they got blown the fuck out, and there wasn't even a fucking scrum. And I'm not saying I needed again, I never need to see a fight every game to enjoy a hockey game. I just need to see emotion and passion. That's the biggest thing that sells the game. I've said it numerous times. Darren, Joe, all of us have said it multiple times. That's exactly what sells the game. And after that, it was like a 6-2 to two loss or 6-3, maybe a 7, I don't know, a blowout. And there wasn't even a single scrum all game. I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to another Lightning game this year. Not happening. And like two days later, I think uh, we found out my parents were going to the stadium series game. My wife's parents were going and a bunch of our coworkers and colleagues that we work with were going. And my wife was like, do you want to go? And she asked, I said, where is it at? And she said, it's in Nashville. I said, okay, I've never been to Nashville. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I'm more so going for Nashville. The game will be a fucking afterthought. Let's go ahead and go. She said, you just said we, he didn't want to go to any more lightning games or any more NHL games for that matter. And I got another story, funny story about stadium series after this too. Um, and so I said, no, it's fine. We'll go it's different. It's, it's, it's an experience there for the stadium series. It's a lot different than just going to a lightning game and uh, watching them play the penguins at Amelie arena. So I said, yeah, we'll go into it. She asked me like six times and I said, yes, go ahead and do it. So we ended up going, I ended up pulling the trigger on the tickets and, um, which actually we got a, thankfully we got a discount from one of our coworkers so that was really nice. He's a season ticket holder for the Lightning and we were able to use like a, I guess his discount code. So we really didn't even break the bank on the tickets. the The bigger expense was the the plane ticket, and um, you know all the other shenanigans around Nashville. Uh, all that cost way more than the actual tickets to the game. Of course, we had the nosebleeds, but from what we understand the view for that is actually a lot better than sitting down in the lower bowl. So, you know, Hey, it was a little high up and I mean, yeah, we played, was that the, the, was it Nissan stadium where the Titans play. So, uh, you gotta imagine a football stadium. I don't know if anybody here has been to an outdoor game, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was far away, but nonetheless, it was still actually a pretty, it, for, for today's standards, it was a solid game. Um, a lot of great music was played. I think Miranda Lambert, Dirks Bentley, which I, I like Miranda Lambert. I don't really like Dirk Bentley that much, but, um, as I said before, with the country music, I enjoy the older stuff a bit more. The band Lit played there. Uh, I think at least the lead singer and I think one or two other members of the original band. If you know who Lit was, that was my own worst enemy back in the day. Uh, was like that was their big hit. So um, they actually played there, and that was awesome. The entire stadium was going apeshit. And as I said before, I enjoy you know country, you know punk, rock, metal, all all that stuff. So it was right up my alley. Um, and so, but the actual game itself had two fights, which I was surprised in, and. Um, Excuse me. And so Maroon had a fight versus, oh man, I forget who the, I, I apologize. I don't remember the names for the, um, the Nashville players, but uh, Maroon had a fight versus one of them. And then Belmar, it was Belmar's was really, really quick. That was like, they were both, they were both playing center at the time, dropped the gloves and just kind of fell over each other immediately. But again, I'm not I'm not, I'm not saying the fight has to be Tasker versus Sen at center ice, but just showing emotion. And there was a, you know, the the checks were finished that game. There was plenty of scrums. There was even a even a scrum at the very end of the game that was, uh, you know, fun to watch. And they still shook everybody's hands afterwards and all that. Um, and the Maroon had a really I wouldn't say a really good fight. It was decent. Um, I think the lines been stepped in there a little bit early. As soon as Maroon started throwing punches, Maroon's a guy. He, I, I think he likes to wait him out quite a bit. Let the other guy tire himself out. Um, and then start throwing punches. Uh, I was, I'm was i a lot more impressed with Maroon's stuff earlier on in his career when he was kind of hungry. Now he's kind of established. But, again, I'm not saying he's got to be Colt Nor out there or nothing. But um, for a guy his size, I, I want to see him throw a little bit more. But I think he was trying to get the guy tired. And as soon as uh, the other guy got kind of tired, he went on the offense. I think he was able to throw two punches and the linesman broke it up. Um, Maroon's a guy I feel he does a lot better as well when he – um, is more mad. And it's not like... Because I, I, I hate the term stage fight, but that was kind of like he bumped into him and said, you know, oh, you want to go? There was no thing... There was nothing like bad blood before that. Uh, I think they had talked in pregame warm-ups. So, you know, it was it was discussed that they might they might go that game, put on a little bit of a show, get the boys going, get the crowd into it. out there in Nashville. And I always find that Maroon does a lot better when he gets pissed, I think. He, he's more offensive, and he can actually control the fight more. Um, that's just my, you know couch jockey fan take on it because I've seen, I've watched plenty of maroon fights from his days with the ducks and then going to St. Louis and then the Oilers and then, um, out to Tampa, of course. I just find that he fights a little bit better when he's angry. So, um, you know, it, it's just my observation. But, I mean, it was still pretty cool to see a, a fight at the outdoor game. So that was pretty awesome. And like I said, the game itself really wasn't too bad. Um, but the funnier story is, so uh, I think I mentioned on uh, the last podcast that we're actually moving to North Carolina at the end of the month here. Um, March 31st is our move-in day up in North Carolina. We're moving about 30 minutes north of Raleigh. And it was announced at the end of the lightning and Nashville game that there was another stadium series game and it was going to be in Raleigh versus the, the or it was going to be the hurricanes. And my wife's like, do you want to go to that? I said, absolutely fucking not. We're not going to that. I said, I can't stand the hurricanes. I said, if, if the lightning play, maybe uh, if not fuck, no. Well, there's only one other team I'd make an exception for. And of course that's exactly who they played, but I'll tell you the reason here in a second. And of course, if you pay attention, they will be playing the Washington Capitals out there in Raleigh in the stadium series. So it'll be the Washington Capitals and the Carolina Hurricanes playing against each other. The only reason I make an exception for that team is I have a buddy uh, who, ironically enough, you know, we've played video games together. Like, you know, through uh, if some people out there might know what I'm talking about with like, you know, online play. So I've had a PlayStation, I, I, you know, I game, I play NHL and I play a couple shooter games. That's one of my hobbies that I like to do in my free time. Um, literally I've played video games with this dude since like NHL 17, I think 16 or 17. So we've, we've known each other for a long time. We actually met up in real life, um, a few months back and we went to a, um, newfound glory and less than Jake concert. And that was a lot of fun and super cool dude. Uh, like I said, we've known each other for a while. Well, of course he's actually up in Maryland and he's like, I'm so down to go to that game. And I said, mother he's He's a Capitals fan. Right. And so I was like, all right, fine. We'll, uh. I guess I'm going then. So, my condition is we're going to end up tailgating. I'm probably just going to get shit-house drunk because it's the only way I'm going to be able to tolerate watching the fucking Carolina Hurricanes play, but I thought it was funny because I was like, yeah, never again. Not going to this shit. And of course, it's the like the one fucking team besides the Lightning I would make an exception for. So, funny how that works out, but yeah, we'll see if we can get together. Me and a couple of the other guys up there are going to get together. Maybe our, our my parents or my wife's parents might come up for the game, so it'll be a fun time. And um You know, we'll get get it going there and, you know, bring some rowdiness to the Hurricanes games. The Kaniacs aren't ready for it, I don't think. Um, If they do a storm surge at the outdoor game, I'm (laughs) fucking leaving. Um, But no, uh, that was my experience with the stadium series. Like I said, overall, it was a great experience. It was fun. It was, you you know, there's a game going on, but there's so much stuff to do outside of it. And because it was Nashville and it was all the country music and the city was awesome. I, I did have a lot of fun, so I, you know, I, I don't want to say you know don't go to them because I think outdoor games are a little bit different. Uh, you, you're going there for the experience, not so much the actual hockey game. Um, now, of course, obviously, you want to see your team win, and as you know, I'm, I'm I'm kind of a Lightning fan, yes, but I don't really follow them closely anymore. But it was still cool to see them win, see Maroon getting a fight, see Belmare get getting a fight, and. Give, a, give us a couple entertaining moments at the outdoor game and some hits were thrown, some reverse hits were thrown. Uh, it, w- it was solid. I'll, I'll give I'll give the devil its due here because normally I, I don't like uh, the NHL hockey, but it was a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what. And then, like I said, right after that, I came back and now I am sticky fucking McGee. Um, one sec here as I sip more chicken broth. <sighs> Fuck, it got cold now. Well, it's not cold, but it's like room temperature now. Might have to go reheat that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so here we are. Here, we, Here's the big topic I wanted to go over. Um, as you know, I covered the, which I never cover these incidents. I never cover racial incidents. I never cover political stuff going on. I never do that. This is the one escape for it. But I made one exception this time because it was the ECHL. And there was a fight that was involved with it. And so as you know, I've been following the ECHL. I cover anything with the fighting and I said, you know what? I'll make an exception. I'll cover this situation. And that was, of course, the Jacob Panetta and Jordan Subban incident out in the East Coast Hockey League. Um, you know, I'm sure people have seen it. If you've listened to the episode, you know exactly where I stand on it. I, my thoughts on that incident that I had in that episode are still the exact same ones I have today. So I'm not 100% sure if it was racial. I'm not 100% sure if it wasn't racial. All I'm saying is you got to look at both sides of the fence and have an open mind. Um now, a show and a player who I followed for a long time, and, you know, he's been on Darren's show twice, uh, Sean McMorrow, rent the sheriff podcast over um, on his own on his own show. And he's had on great guests, plenty of guests. And um, he took exception to me covering the situation. Now I have the video here, uh, like the audio snippet. So I'll play it for you. It's not going to be the greatest quality because it's on my phone. And I'm just going to put it up to the mic. Um Marty Dine is, is, so I don't want to sit there and go through and have to clip all the audio and everything like that. I'm just trying to kind of get this get this out of the way because I, I I want to talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it. It's sad I have to, but I'm going to because, um, you know, people have asked me about it and everything like that. So um, basically, here was the audio that happened from Sean McMorrow's show, and it was about the Jacob Panetta-Jordan Subban incident. He was interviewing uh, Jean-Luc Grandpierre, so here it is. So I pay attention to the other shows and I'm seeing some of these guys making that as the subject of their show saying that they're going to give their opinion and I'm, and I'm like, Oh man, I really hope that they're bringing a couple people in and they have some kind of panel because I really hope he's not going to do this show on his own. You know right. what I mean? Cause he's a 30 year old white guy from Florida. Like, you know what right. I mean? And, it's, and that's really weird. And I find it a little bit disrespectful like, to at least not, at least bring, like, a guest, you know, co-host guest for that topic that has some kind of experience and in the matter. Right. So that was the that was the clip there. Um, I was a bit taken back by it at the time, and it was actually brought to my attention the day before I left for Nashville. Uh, it was late one night, and uh, somebody had messaged me. I'm not going to say who it was, but somebody had messaged me and said, Hey, do you have any beef with Sean McMorrow? And I said, What are you talking about? Like, No, never. Um, you know, I've talked with Sean plenty of times. I've posted pictures of Sean in, in the Facebook group and uh, posted videos of his fights and, uh, you know, said give it hell when he was going to make a comeback to the LNH. And he did with the uh, jean uh the Marquise. And he was supposed to this year as well with, I think, 3L or Rivier de Loup. So I said, give it hell? No, I've never had any beef with Sean McMorrow at all. And he said, well, um, I think he just took a jab at you on his podcast. And I said, really? Like, about what? And I... It never crossed my mind that it was going to be about the Jacob Panetta, Jordan Subban incident. So I see this, this, uh, this clip, you know, and he says, uh, yeah, it's the third, I, I, it's stupid. I should say that's stupid. Obviously, you heard exactly what the clip said. Um, he said, it's, it's disrespectful that a 30 year old white guy from Florida is covering this topic. So. Because I'm not black and because I'm not a person of color, I'm not allowed to have an opinion on this matter, on this show, or in any form, apparently, according to Sean McMorrow. So that that really rubbed me the wrong way. He never reached out to me beforehand saying, hey, uh, maybe, you know, take this down. Or never never came to me and said, oh, I found it disrespectful. The only thing that ever happened, and I'll pull it up here on my phone, was as I, I recorded the episode... I posted it saying, you know, this episode's coming out tomorrow. Uh, It was on my Instagram, I believe. Um, Let me just go back and and find it. Let me see here. Um, So the only thing that was ever basically said was that uh, he said, so I posted it's coming tomorrow, and he basically said, hey, that's a difficult topic to cover uh, solo. Never heard back from him or anything else like that. So that was all that was said. He never said it was disrespectful. I uh, never said it was, uh, you know, in the wrong or anything like that. Which, by the way, the, the part that gets me the most about this, and I'm going to try not to get too worked up about it because I've, I've, you know, had time to reflect on it and, you know, talk about it with a couple other people. But the problem I had with it is he went out and he said that and he never listened to the episode beforehand. Not once did he listen to the episode. It wasn't until later on after I called him out for it and made a post on Twitter saying that. I'm the 30-year-old white guy from Florida who's not allowed to cover this, and that, that, that hurt that you said that because I sat there, I played both sides of the fence, I covered the topic, which ironically, the, the whole message of, of that episode is not necessarily about racism. What the entire premise of that episode was, was taking a step back, not jumping to conclusions. Because you got to look at everything, you got to analyze all the information that's available, or wait for information to come before we make conclusions. That was exactly what the entire premise of the episode was. And the irony is, Sean McMorrow, you jumped to fucking conclusions. You didn't listen to the damn episode, and you sat there and you just sewered me on your podcast to Jean-Luc Grandpierre and for your audience. He never even said the name of the podcast. Just a 30-year-old white guy from Florida. Apparently, I'm not allowed to have an opinion on it, right? So, again, because I'm not a black player, obviously, I've never been in those shoes. That is what I said that from the fucking moment I started recording that podcast, and I said any form of racism is not tolerable in today's society. The fact that we still have to go over this shit is ridiculous. So, that was what I said from the hop. So, with that logic all this shit with going on with Ukraine and Russia right now, which I'm not even going to touch on that, but everybody's an expert in that minus they've never, they've never served in the fucking military. So I was in the military. Am I going to go around and say, no, you can't talk about it. No, you can't talk about it. No, everybody can have their fucking opinion on shit, but don't sit there and sewer me for it. You didn't even listen to the episode. And after you got mad at me because I called you out on the Twitter, I said, you know, this is ridiculous that I wonder what 30 year old white guy you're talking about. And he said, take it down. And you had the audacity to sit there and say, Oh yeah, you didn't even tag me. You tagged the podcast. Guess what you didn't do in your podcast. You didn't tag me. You didn't tag the podcast at all. All you said was a 30 year old white guy from Florida. So you didn't even have the nerve to sit there and tell, you Anybody, what podcast it came from, what person said it, all you said was a 30 year old white guy from Florida, you said it with a smile on your face. You seem to really give a shit there, huh? And then you want to tell me, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. I went about it in the most fucking open minded way possible. I don't know any way I could have covered that topic better. I read from fucking both, or I read from every single aspect of uh, the statements released from the ECHL, Jacob Panetta, the players. I said everything, um, you know that was said, and or I I covered everything that was said, and somehow I was I was an asshole for it. I was I was wrong for having an opinion on it, and I'm not allowed to cover it, so. You said that on your show, and then you doubled down on it, and I, I, I sat there. I asked you, did you listen to the episode? Did you listen to the episode? Nothing. You sat there. I I can't even tell you what you said because you were just repeating yourself over and over again, and it didn't make any sense. And at the very end, uh, you basically said, oh, yeah, you apologized. Okay, cool. That's great. You apologized. But you apologized because, oh, yeah, I, I did an actual good job on the episode is what you said. So you apologize now, say I did a good job. And then you want to, (laughs) then you wanted to come on the show and say, oh, we can unite for this. Why the fuck would I want to do that, Sean? And I don't mean that to be disrespectful at all. That's not my, but this genuinely hurt me because I, this the one time I've covered any racial incidents you, and you had the nerve to say, I did it for clicks. I did it for publicity. I've never covered any racial incident, the one that happened in Europe, the one that happened in the AHL two weeks prior or a week prior to the Jacob Panetta situation. I never covered any of those incidents. But the one time I do, I'm an asshole for it. And I did what probably nobody else in the fucking world of podcasting has done, and that's take a step back, gather all the information, and actually look at it from a fair point of view with both sides. And then again, you had the audacity afterwards to say, No, I listened to it, you did a good job. Oh, thanks, Sean. Oh, and then you apologized. And then you got mad because I didn't apologize to you. And then after I didn't or because I didn't accept your apology, excuse me. And then after that, you said, Oh, I had a I have a feeling I know why I wasn't on your show. So then you implied I was racist again because I didn't have you on my show. Which your brother in law With the sheriff fucking podcast because he runs the account for them, I guess. I mean, Sean and his brother in law run the podcast account. Brother in law reached out to me weeks ago. I mean, like this is like twenty weeks ago, saying, "Hey, you know, Sean would love to get in touch with you and be on the show." I said, "That's awesome. You know, I I would love to have Sean on. Uh, Here's my time. I'm available." Any date would work. I'm in the Eastern time zone. Basically said, I said, uh, you know, every, we, we both went back and forth for a bit, kind of lining everything up, making sure we're in the good time zone. I said, anytime you let me know, guess who never got back to me? But you had the nerve to say, I didn't have you on my show because you had a, you, you had a feeling you knew why. So then you doubled down and implied I was racist just because I didn't accept your fucking apology because your, the apology that you jumped to conclusions, sewered my show, ranted to me in my inboxes and then apologize. Oh no, you did a good job. That doesn't make it better, Sean. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to accept that. I've done nothing but support you, your career, the very group that you posted that episode in the same episode that you sewered my podcast in the very group you posted. in. guess who runs that group and allows you to post in there. Me, the enforcer appreciation group. I've been a supporter from day one. So to sit there and say, Uh, yeah, no, I had a feeling. I know why I wasn't on your show. It's just ignorant, Sean. And it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And to tell me a, a 30 year old white guy from Florida, that doesn't sound, you know, derogative at all, really. And instead of, you know, messaging me, and saying, hey, you know, this might be disrespectful, or maybe you could have gone about it in a different way. No, you never did. You had zero issue with it until you wanted to get on your high horse on your show. And that's disrespectful as shit. And I, I don't know what else to say, honestly. That's, that's about all I'll cover on this. I'm, you know, I'm sick. Um, and, you know, I'm sure I'm fucking mouth breathing like, a, like an asshole into the mic here. But that's it, the disrespect on this was just unreal. Um, I had multiple people reach out to me saying I, I did nothing wrong. I didn't think I did anything wrong. Um, I don't know how it been, could have been perceived that I was being racist or I was being disrespectful in any way towards the black community, towards black hockey players at all. I know. I've never been in your shoes. I've never been in your skates. I've never had to deal with racism in my life. I get that. But to sit there and if, if, if you want to end racism and you want to be more open-minded and have discussions about it, this is this is how you do it. Condemning me because I'm not a black hockey player is not the right way to go about it with at at that point uh with this the show the show covers pro hockey players. Darren covers pro hockey players, Joe, uh you know whatever, all any fan podcast that covers hockey with that logic they're not allowed to cover it because they've never been in the shoes of a pro hockey player or a pro athlete. So it makes zero sense. And you know, I've I, I was I was hurt by it. I really was. Um, it's something I, I never thought I'd have to say or deal with. It. I'm not trying to sit there and play the victim card. I was just baffled that this, this was something I had to had to reiterate to folks and and come out and say. Um, I wish I could do it under better conditions of not being sick, but I, I feel I you know I I owe people you know an explanation and um, give some clarity to the situation. But that's basically what happened. Um, the back and forth, I with I, I said, we disagree, we'll disagree, uh, or we'll agree to disagree. I'm keeping the episode up. I, I, deleted the one post because you wanted me to calling the show out, even though you guess what you didn't do. You didn't delete the episode or cut that part out of you disrespecting my show, but I have to, I have to do it to yours because, uh, you know, I wouldn't understand it. I'm disrespectful. And I said, at the end of the day, I hope you do well. And I hope you had nothing but success for the podcast. And then you still came back and just basically said, "No, go fuck yourself." You know why I didn't have you on my show, even though I reached out or I you had back and forth with your your brother in law about coming onto the show, and or vice versa, me coming onto your show or you coming onto mine didn't matter. I said, "Sure, anytime, you name it." And guess what? I never got back was a fucking reply. So don't sit there and spread this bullshit or tell me that I'm disrespectful or I'm racist because I didn't have you on the show. It's just fucking idiotic, man. And it's, it's, it's baffling, honestly. So going forward, I'm not going to talk about the situation at all ever again. This is, I want to sweep this under the rug. This will be the last time I, I ever talk about it. I've talked about it with people leading up to it. Um, so this is the, the one time you'll get anything out of me, um, And if you want to DM me about it, I guess we could talk about it. But Sean, I'm disappointed, man. I really am. And uh, you say we're, we're all in it together, but clearly we're not in it together because you sewered my show, you've sewered Darren's show before, and this is how you go about it. I don't know what the issue is. I've never had any problem with you in the past. I've done nothing but support you, support your show. And again, I, I still even let you post in the damn group, regardless of this, about your podcast. So I'll let you post in the Enforcer Appreciation Group to go ahead and post everything. Um, you know, and I don't take anything down from you because it's not the goal here. But you really could have done it in a better way, and you were disrespectful, and I didn't appreciate it. So. I'll end it there, folks. That's all I'll say about that. If you want to follow the podcast, go on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. Just look up Five for Fighting Podcast. You'll find it there. Thanks, everybody.